You're listening to the Brooke Snow Podcast, conversations to help you look forward with faith. Faith in yourself, faith in God, and faith in your own mission and purpose. I am your host, Brooke Snow. You have episode 97, Spiritual Creation. Hello, my friend. These Law of Creation episodes are from my new free Law of Creation mini course, but I did not want you to miss them, so I am sharing them here too. Each lesson in this series is labeled with the letters L-O-C for Law of Creation. Because they are sequential, it is important that you listen to them in order. If you missed the first two, please go back and start there. In this episode, we are talking about spiritual creation. All things are created spiritually before they are created physically. We'll talk about which parts of the law of creation are the spiritual creation and help you see how you are already spiritually creating your life, whether you realize it or not. If you enjoy the Law of Creation podcast series, I know you will enjoy my coaching program found at thecreationcoachschool.com. There you will find my flagship creation course, as well as the opportunity to work with one of our certified creation coaches. One of our recent Creation Coach School graduates had this to say about her experience. This program has brought me hope. Life as I had known it had just ended and I was in great need for a focus. God sent me to the Creation Coach Certification Program. I held on to the concept of identity, process, outcome. I kept planting the good seeds Brooke taught and trusted with all my might. For a very long time, I saw absolutely no progress. Yet little by little, as I healed and acted, I started to see changes in my thoughts and stories. I now have hope again, and I can see so much progress on the inside. I think different, see different. I feel so much gratitude for this program and feel so much excitement as I think of all the people it can help. Close quote. Friend, what you are learning in these six episodes is the introductory lessons to the creation course. These are actually labeled in the program as lesson zero, for it is here with these basics that we learn the framework of creation. These lessons are so impactful and they hold the potential to dramatically change your life. For this reason, I feel it is my duty to humanity to share the law of creation framework for free. In fact, I've even created a free ebook that includes the transcripts of this entire series so you can study it and learn even more on your own. Just click the link in the show notes. I hope you love these lessons, and I hope you pass them on to those you love as well. In this lesson, we are diving into the first part of creation. As we learned in the first lesson, the law of creation includes five basic elements. Do you remember what they are? See, say, feel, do, and become. See, say, feel, do, become. See and say are the words and pictures you have in your thoughts. Feel is your emotions triggered by your thoughts. Do is the actions that result from your thoughts and feelings. And become is the result of your actions. These elements work together to create everything in your life. Now, it is a bold move to call something a law. This is not just theory. In science, we define something as a law when results always apply under the same conditions, and it implies a causal relationship between its elements. 
Most importantly to me, I believe if this is truth, I will also be able to back it up in Scripture. Let's find the gospel support for the law of creation by looking at the creation story found in Genesis. Because the truth is, we are all creators. In this lesson, we are going to focus on the first three elements, see, say, and feel. To begin, how do you think the Lord uses the element of see in creating the world? Any ideas? In Moses 3, verse 5, we read, And every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew, for I, the Lord God, created all things of which I have spoken spiritually before they were naturally upon the face of the earth. How do you create something spiritually first? Do we do this when we create? If I'm going to build a home, I need blueprints. I have to create it spiritually first. I have to see it. If I'm going to draw a picture, it's based off an idea or an image that I see in my mind. Always before we create something physically, we create it spiritually first. In the very least, we see it in our mind and go forth to make it happen. Say, how did the Lord use say in creating the world? This part of creation is what most of the world is familiar with in this story. And God said, let there be light. And God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. The power of God's word, what he says, creates. The book of John provides more light on this, saying, In the beginning was the word. What is the word? It's what we say. And the word was with God, and the word was God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. So, by God's word, by what he says, he creates. God speaks, and it is done. Third, feel. How does the Lord's feelings play into the creation process? Do you see it anywhere? Let's read the Genesis account again. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. It was good. You find this after every stage of creation. God says it, and it was good. He feels it. Can you think of any other feelings that come from God? 1 John 4.16, God is love. Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. These feelings are so much a part of God that he embodies them in his very character. He is a God of love and peace and joy and mercy. It's who he is. We actually know him for his feelings. Is it any wonder then that his power to create is infinite? So too, when we see and say things, 
that are in alignment with God, we will feel the feelings of God. And what happens when we feel? Our feelings lead us to do something, which leads us to become something. God is the most powerful and perfect example of intentionally using this law to create. Our purpose on earth is to learn to do the same. Because we were made in the image of the great creator, what does this make us? Creators! (laughs) More accurately, I'd probably say we are all baby creators. We are learning by experience how to create. As we learned in the last lesson, we can act for ourselves or we can be acted upon. Webster's 1828 Dictionary defines the word create saying, to cause to exist, to bring forth. Keep that image in your mind as we read an opposite word. Webster's 1828 Dictionary defines the word react saying, to act in opposition. To react is to live life in cause and effect. To create is to begin causing an effect, to bring something forth. Reaction is simply the dysfunctional version of the law of creation. It too includes all the elements of see, say, feel, do, and become but it is acting in opposition. The purpose of these lessons is to shine a light on the law of creation and help you become more intentional in creating your life. We all have patterns in our life where we are living more in reaction instead of creation. Pause for a moment and think of one area of your life you are experiencing more reaction. Maybe it's a habit or a relationship Do you see in this area the elements of the law of creation at play? How do you see the experience? What do you say about this experience, either out loud or in your mind? And finally, how does this experience make you feel? All of these elements symbiotically work together. The more you talk about something a certain way, the more you're going to see it a certain way. The more you see it and say it, the more you're going to feel it. And the more you feel it, the more it influences what you do. And what you do is who you become. Here is the law of creation. The best part is that If you don't like what has been created, you hold the power to create something better. You simply must learn to see it in a new way, to talk about it in a new way, which will bring new feelings, which will lead you to do things in a new way and become someone new. On that note, I have long loved the LDS Bible Dictionary definition of repentance. It defines repentance saying a fresh view about oneself, about God, and about the world. Can you sense in that definition the elements of creation? A fresh view. You must change the way you see. In so doing, intrinsically connected, you will also be changing what you say, how you feel, and what you do. You will become someone new. 
Isn't this so fun? (laughs) Creation is everywhere in the gospel. The reason I have grouped together see, say, and feel in this lesson is because they represent the spiritual creation. You can experience all three without doing something physical. You can see something in your mind, say something in your mind, and feel something in your body. It is the seed that leads to your actions where you do something. When it comes to changing anything in our life, it must begin here. You plant the seed. When we only change our actions, it often isn't sustainable. How many New Year's resolutions have been made that only focus on doing things different, but never consider the heart of how you see, say, and feel? Is it any wonder that by mid-January, the gyms are back to their normal numbers and many people revert back to their old patterns and any habit they wanted to change? For several years, I struggled to lose weight. I would make a momentary change to my diet for a day or two, but I couldn't stick with anything long-term. I'd decide to be more active, but starting new habits can be hard, especially if they are big, sweeping life changes. But honestly, food and exercise wasn't the real issue. The root of the issue was a lifelong spiritual creation of seeing myself as an overweight person, saying to myself daily in the mirror that I was fat, and feeling shame and disgust for my body. If that was my spiritual creation, how in the world could I uphold doing things differently and becoming a new person? It wasn't until I took the unconventional approach and decided to work on changing my spiritual creation that everything fell into place. I wondered what would happen if I tried to lose weight by loving myself instead of shaming myself. I committed to meditating every day on the mantra, I love and accept you, Brooke. In that meditation time, I practiced seeing myself differently. I changed what I was saying to myself, which changed how I felt. To my astonishment, I began to lose weight without making any changes to my diet or activity. Yes, my friends, I started losing weight by only working on the spiritual creation. If you want the full story on my weight loss journey, I've created an entire meditation course called Love More, Way Less, and it's amazing. I lost 30 pounds just by changing the way I see, say, and feel. That momentum led me to make other changes to what I would do. And that led to another 30 pounds. All in all, I lost 60 pounds and have kept it off for years. And I am convinced that had everything to do with using the law of creation with great intention. The way you see, say, and feel is the spiritual creation for everything in your life. Let's go back and look at what it was that you identified earlier, that area of life that you feel 
where you're being a little bit more reactive than creative. How do you see it? Speak of it and feel about it. What could happen if you spiritually created something better? If you have only tried doing things differently in the past and have failed, it's not your fault. You're just missing the spiritual creation to support your efforts. It's like trying to build a house without blueprints. It's a lot harder to do. (laughs) Stick with me in the next few lessons and we will fill in the other parts of creation so you have the support you need to make lasting change in your life and be a better creator. My promise to you, dear friend, is that whatever area of your life you feel acted upon, you hold the power to create something better, something glorious. You are a creator. This is why we're here. God wants us to learn by experience how to choose good over evil. And I would emphasize this means he desires us to learn to be amazing creators. He wants us to become like him. And he is the master creator. Let us become better and better creators to truly step into our power to co-create together with him all that is glorious and good. You are a creator. It's time to create something great. If you are loving the power in this framework and you want to learn how to make it even more practical, this is why I founded the Creation Coach School. I invite you to take my full-length creation course program. The Creation Coach School offers specialized training in using the law of creation for your own personal transformation, as well as the opportunity to work with a certified creation coach or to become a certified creation coach yourself. Our self-paced creation course is available at any time of year, but the opportunity to work live with me in a group setting and have increased accountability certification provides only happens once a year. If this is calling out to you, we would love for you to join us. You can learn more at thecreationcoachschool.com.